Yo, next round is about to start. You ready? Yeah, yeah, just shopping for a car in Carvana. For real? Yeah, Carvana makes it super convenient to shop whenever, wherever. For real? That's a ton of car options. Yep, and these are all within my price range. For really real? You can afford that? Yeah, with Carvana. And boom, just like that, I'm getting it delivered in a couple days. For really, really real? You just bought a car. For real, and you just lost my turn. Visit Carvana.com to shop for thousands of vehicles under $20,000. I know you're paying attention to global events as well as what's going on in our nation. War and increased conflict is bubbling up in more places. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833 833- 995 gold that's 833-995-GOLD, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Pure Talk believes in American values and that free should mean exactly that, free. Switch to Pure Talk today and get a free Samsung 5G smartphone. Qualifying plans start at just 35 bucks a month for unlimited talk, text, 15 gigs of data, and mobile hotspot. Just go to puretalk.com slash clay and claim your eligibility for your free brand new Samsung 5G smartphone. Again, puretalk.com slash clay to switch to my cell phone company, Pure Talk. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. We are in the third hour of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show. Thanks for rolling with us, everybody, all across the country. We have found Fauci, so to speak, a little lab coat tyrant. He is still out there. He's not done. We've been telling you he has a lot more tyranny left in him, in fact. He will never be done as long as there's someone who will put him on TV or radio or perhaps even a YouTube show with hundreds of viewers. Uh, Fauci is not done. Here he is saying exactly what we've been telling you, that he is not, in fact, going to walk away from restrictions. We have to be careful that if we do see a surge as a result of that, that we're flexible enough to reinstitute the kinds of interventions that could be necessary to stop an additional surge. He never stopped a surge. It never worked. He says the same crap all the time. He's out of his mind. This is basically after the CDC director, and he's really a bigger name and has more influence than she does because he's been in the government for longer than I've been alive. The top of the pyramid of bureaucratic COVID tyranny. Clay, he's straight up saying it. We've been telling everybody. He just escaped from the underground bunker, I think, that the Biden administration has been keeping him in. Do you know where that interview was, Buck, that we just played the audio cut from? Local San Diego News. So Dr. Fauci now is so desperate to be relevant, they have sidelined him from CNN or MSNBC or any of those other usual outlets that he was on all the time. And he now is appearing on local San Diego news stations to let everybody know that the mask mandate may need to be reinstituted, that there may need to be indoor crowd restrictions, everything else, all of those measures which have statistically been proven time after time not to work. Great example from the state of California, Orange County, no mask mandate, L.A., 
aggressive mask, uh, mask mandate, vaccine mandates, yet they've essentially ended up with the same levels of COVID infection in Orange County and L.A. County. If you look at the overall chart, it's absolutely identical no matter that those two counties have made drastically different decisions as to what policies to put in place. And yet here we are, still hearing from Fauci, still having to live with the madness of Fauciism lingering out there in the background, which is why we can't give this up. And it's also why I think, and, and we may be joined here by Senator Rand Paul momentarily, we're trying to track him down, uh, but the idea that they're going to eliminate Fauci's position from NIAD, I mean, there have to be consequences for being wrong here. Professional consequences. If people, I mean, if you can't lose your job in the government over being essentially the COVID czar and a real czar in the sense that it was whatever you said was what went right. There was no real check on the power of the uh, of the Fauciites. Uh, because the government said it was their decision and they said it was the I mean, the elected officials said it was their decision and they pointed the elected officials and said they were the ones who were actually doing it. And this is why I mean, every doctor with Dr. Marty McCary on yesterday, Clay, we're going to go into another covid season. Clearly, the shots do not save you from covid infection forever, not even for really more than what, 60 or 90 days before it dramatically drops off after six months. And a new variant, it's probably close to worthless for a lot of folks, at least in terms of infection control. And we're going to be back there. And well, you're going to see the same arguments from the same people. Mask up. There's no doubt. And, Buck, if you look at I saw a study out or an article out yesterday, you know, that you look at wastewater to determine the rates of covid infection. It's ticking back up in the United States. We got through Omicron. Everything came down on a substantial level. And now we're talking about uh, looking at Western Europe, England, Germany. Some of the uh, rates of COVID there have gone back up substantially. And so it's not as if this is going to disappear. And this is why we keep telling all of you that the midterms have to be a time for consequences for Democrats and that the vote needs to be predicated on the idea that they will bring back restrictions as fast as they can, that your kids will be in masks, that you will be forced to go back to uh, the, the the idiocy that has not worked, these mitigation measures that have no impact. I know that everyone who's in a red state right now is like, okay, well, we're, the planes thing is crazy. You guys are right, but it's not really our problem. Everyone kind of knows at some level that this stuff is nuts, right? Uh-uh. Here is World Health Official... Dr. Maria Van Kerkova, Kerkova, I don't know, whatever, on CNN, because that CNN audience, they want to hear that they have to wear an N95 mask on their bicycle in the bike lane all alone. <laughs> Here they are. Uh, Wearing of a mask is a simple measure. They are well uh, stocked around the world. They reduce the spread. Distancing, you know, being careful. We're asking people to be careful. We're asking policies in countries to use a layered, tailored approach and target it based on the needs. It's too soon to lift measures. It's far too soon to lift all measures, and in particular in, in, in certain countries. But we do recognize that countries are in very different situations. We are just asking people and policies to remain cautious. No, I, I say no. I say you, you're wrong all the time, lady. You've been wrong the whole time. None of it worked. None of it helped. Stop. Buck, this is why I think paying attention to what's going on in your hometown 
of New York City is so significant. We're coming up on baseball returning on April 7th. And I saw this this morning, and I was texting with one of my buddies who is a big Mets fan, and it was absolutely wild uh, to think about because the Mets right now, so many baseball players are not being willing to admit whether or not they're vaccinated. And by vaccinated, I mean they got the COVID shot. Uh, And this is from Mike Puma, who is a Mets uh, reporter. He said he walked around and tried to poll New York Mets players. Only three would say that they were vaccinated, and a bunch of big names, including Jacob deGrom, Nemo, Alonzo, Smith, Davis, they all refused to say whether or not they have gotten the COVID shot. So we're talking about, think about this, Buck, we're talking about New York Mets and New York Yankees playing outdoor games in New York City, potentially a large number of those guys not being able to play baseball in, what, a little bit over two weeks because of the rules that are in place in New York City. And to make it clear, they would be able to play, this is wild, they would be able to play any other city in America, and they would be able to play if they were visiting players. We're talking about outdoor baseball games. Two years after baseball shut down, the Yankees and the Mets, I know we've talked a little bit about Kyrie Irving and the Brooklyn Nets and how that's been impacted, but this would be next level. Buck, even you who's not a big sports fan, you know people are pretty excited in New York for opening day. I mean, I know who Kyrie Irving is. I work in the media. Yeah, But the Mets and the Yankees are a big deal in New York in a way that, frankly, I think the Nets aren't. I think this will be a much bigger story because there's potentially a lot of big names. Maybe uh, Alonzo on the Mets. Maybe you've got uh, big names on the uh, on the Yankees as well. When you start to talk about guys who are not vaxxed uh, and not being able to play two years later, I mean, this is going to be a monster story. I think that the they're they're leaving this employer mandate in place in New York so that they have that. COVID restriction light switch. That becomes the, the first one. And, and remember, I, it was such a bad sign, Clay, when you we had these vaccine passports in New York. I, I don't know if they're the same everywhere, but I, I think they are. The CDC card, right? They have these. They, there are all these slots on it. Yeah. And there were all these slots on it when they first gave you your card, when you first got. Now, I waited as long as humanly possible until they were going to bar me from being able to do my job or go anywhere in New York City. But, you know, it's almost like they, at some level, knew we're probably going to have to give you more shots, and there's a lot more shots coming your way. So at least we'll give you the spots on your Vax passport for this. And and think about how they're going to come back to everybody with the justification next fall. You know, here's the only thing. How much of this is tempered? The How much honesty are they willing to actually show about their intentions with an, with an election coming up? Uh, you you got to wonder. I I don't know. I don't know how much this really moves uh, moves the needle. In, I mean, in blue states, it's fine. People in the blue states aren't done with this. That's really the problem. They they've made this a part of their culture. As I've said, the mask is the MAGA hat of the left. Like this is something that they're perfectly fine with. They think they're keeping their children more safe. And Fauci, he's you know uh, he stays certainly until Republicans take uh, Congress. He stays until Republicans can bring him on Capitol Hill. And ask him some real questions that he doesn't want to answer. Like, hey, wasn't this supposed to stop the spread? And wasn't that a massive failure? Give us the data on the stopping of the spread with the vaccine. Why haven't you seen that? Has anyone seen that? How effective are the vaccines that we just went through, we were made to take? 
how effective they're firing people from the military for not taking them, stopping the spread. Do we know any numbers on that one? Well, we know the numbers of all-time high cases in pretty much every state in the country, so I have a feeling the stop the spread didn't really go as planned. Well, not only that, this is one of many. We talked about we opened up the show, Buck, talking about the Hunter Biden laptop being confirmed as real by The New York Times 18 months afterwards. Investigations into issues like these are why Republicans need to be in control of the House and the Senate to ask questions that, frankly, haven't been asked over the past couple of years. You got something for us here to close this out, and then we'll come back and uh, and break down more of sanity in an insane world. We're big believers in wearing comfortable clothes whenever possible. Tommy John gear fits that description perfectly. When you're wearing Tommy John underwear and loungewear, you're that much more comfortable, so you can do everything better. Tommy John's T-shirts, lightweight hoodies, and underwear all fit that description. Made with the finest fabrics that are both moisture-wicking and contain stretch, you get the most comfortable sensation the first time you put on Tommy John, and thereafter, wash after wash. You'll see. That's why Tommy John doesn't have customers. They have fanatics, and we're proudly two of them. For guys in particular, you're going to want to look online at Tommy John's hammock pouch underwear. Fanatics refer to them as one of life's greatest inventions. With over 17 million pairs sold, men across America love their Tommy John underwear. Shipping and returns are free because every pair is backed by Tommy John's best pair you'll ever wear or it's free guarantee. Get 20% off your first order right now at TommyJohn.com slash buck. Go to TommyJohn.com slash buck today for 20% off TommyJohn.com slash buck. See site for details. Your tax refund belongs to you, not an identity thief. Over $6 billion in tax refunds were flagged by the IRS for possible identity theft in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. LifeLock monitors and alerts you to identity threats you may miss on your own, even if you're careful with your personal information. And if you do become the victim of tax-related identity fraud, LifeLock has U.S.-based restoration specialists ready to help solve your identity theft issues. Plus, all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package, meaning LifeLock will reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Let LifeLock help you protect your financial information so all you have to worry about is what to do with your tax refund. Go to LifeLock.com news and save up to 25% your first year. That's 25% off at LifeLock.com news. Identity theft protection starts here. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. 
One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Born from the tragedy of 9-11, the Tunnel Towers Foundation made a promise to ensure we never forget. Since then, Tunnel Towers has been committed to supporting America's heroes and their families. Heroes like U.S. Army Specialist Michael Hook. Hook was killed in Iraq when his helicopter was shot down. He enlisted in the military after graduating high school and left behind a pregnant fiancé who gave birth to a son that he would never meet. But thanks to the generosity of friends like you, Tonta Towers paid off the mortgage on his family's home, relieving a financial burden and bringing stability. The foundation helps Gold Star and fallen first responder families, as well as our nation's most severely injured heroes and homeless veterans. Join Tonta Towers on its mission to do good. America's heroes are counting on you. 95 cents of every dollar you give goes directly to its programs. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number 2, T.org. Never forget 9-11 or the sacrifices our heroes have made for us. Welcome back in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Michigan gets the win over Colorado State. First win in the NCAA Tournament Official Bracket Challenge. My final four, by the way, Gonzaga, Purdue, Tennessee, Kansas. I've got Tennessee beating Gonzaga in the championship game. Buck has Villanova. We're joined now by Senator Rand Paul from the state of Kentucky. Senator Paul, do you fill out a bracket? Buck had never filled one out in his life before this year. Where has he been? Under a rock his whole life? <laughs> I know. I mean, my goodness. Well, see, my bracket, I haven't looked at it lately, but it would include Baylor, U.K., and Kentucky, but I don't know if all four, all three of those can make the Final Four. Somebody has to beat somebody somewhere. Yeah, Baylor and Kentucky could end up going head-to-head uh, before all is said and done. But uh, let's dive in. We just played a cut, Senator, with uh, uh, Dr. Fauci, who appears to be in a bunker by the Biden administration. They're trying to hide him. Uh, but he did an interview, I don't know if you've seen this yet, with a local San Diego news station where he said it may be necessary to re-implement masks and all the other restrictions if we have another surge. Your reaction when you hear that? If there ever was one American who would have a pessimistic uh, approach to you know, the pandemic going away, it would have to be Fauci. I, I was hoping that he was in the witness protection program and we would never see him again, but you know, he keeps creeping back up. But no, this has been true every, every, at every stage of the game. When we talked about kids going back to school, he's like, well, we just don't know. When we talked about whether or not you get immunity from the disease, you know, when you've had COVID, do you have immune protection? Well, we just don't know. But his conclusion would all. Did we just lose a senator? Freedom. Oh, there we go. You still there? Yes, sir. Yeah, go we ahead. got you. Uh, at every turn, though, Fauci really, his inclination is towards uh, authoritarianism. His inclination is towards taking our liberty away. He's even said when asked, you know, are, is individual liberty important? He's like, well, not so much. So, uh, but no, I think we should quit taking advice from him. And I think the American people are ready. I mean, we had the vote this week where 57 of us voted to get rid of the mask mandate on planes. We had eight Democrats join us, which is a first. What is wrong with, I mean, I'm just going to ask you, Senator, the, the Democrats in the Senate, do they do they actually believe this? I mean, I, I would like to think that at some level they're smart enough to understand that just masking on planes is idiocy, but that this is just about the political optics for them. Or are some of your Democrat colleagues in the Senate so emotionally uh, damaged from the covid and the masking and Fauciism that they really somehow think that masking for less than one percent of, of a person's life is going to keep them safe from the virus? 
Very few of them have ever had a science course. I mean, about 80 years ago when they were in high school, they might have had some basic science. But we've got very few on the other side that are scientists, physicians, chemists, engineers. So we have people that are not very knowledgeable on science, but they're also people who have a tendency to like collectivism, to like the collective judgment of somebody telling them what to do and the idea of submission. And this is a real problem. I mean, there was a poll about a month ago that asked Democrats, if uh, someone is unvaccinated, would you be fine with incarcerating them? Over half of Democrats thought it'd be fine to indefinitely detain people who chose not to be vaccinated. So this is the kind of people we're dealing with. And we're just on you know, opposite sides of the coin on this. But I think what they finally discovered, eight of the Democrats who voted to get rid of the mandate this week, four of them are in competitive races. So, and the other couple are in Republican states. So I think it's pushing forward. I think there are moms and dads who are Democrats and independents that see the hypocrisy of, oh yeah, my, my, my two-year-old has to wear a mask. And yet I see 80-year-old senators, you know, having a, a chummy conversation with the president biden you know in in the oval office so there's no consistency or any science to any of this and i think people are just tired of of the submission just for submission's sake senator paul i'm assuming you saw the new york times has acknowledged that now oh those hunter biden emails in the laptop it's real i know we've talked with you about the possibility of getting an investigation going of fauci and also of everything surrounding COVID in general it's imperative that people vote for the House to be taken back and the Senate to be taken back to give you guys the power to ask these kind of important questions, isn't it? I can tell people for certain that if the Senate is taken over, I will have a chairmanship and I will use subpoena power to get to the bottom of this. In particular, I want to know the origins of the virus and I want to know if Dr. Fauci and Dr. Collins covered it up. We have a great deal of evidence that they did, but we still have several emails that were redacted, and I want to know what happened there. And we're going to find that out. Some of that information does exist, and we're going to get to the bottom of it. We're also going to get to the bottom of a CDC that is leaving out large segments of studies to try to bolster their conclusions. So should, should, a, 20, should a 20-year-old get a booster, which I think is crazy on the surface of it, well, they studied the question. And they found in a large study that those between 18 and 49, which is 132 million people, that there was no benefit of a booster. So what did they do? They left it out of the study. See, if you were in charge of a scientific journal, you should be fired. But if you're in part of government and you're uh, you know, picking, uh, the, picking and choosing the different parts of the data and leaving it out if it doesn't fit your conclusion, that's a fireable offense. And yet they're doing that on a routine basis, and they're destroying the reputation of the CDC and government in general. Senator Paul, thank you so much for joining us. We'll talk to you again soon. Thanks. Uh, all right. Get hooked up right now. I want to save you a bundle up to $12,000 a year with our friends at American Financing. You can call them at 800 777 8109. That's 800 777 8109. You can also visit AmericanFinancing.net, NMLS 182334, NMLS Let me tell you, big difference. The rates are starting to go up, but you can still save a bundle. Your home equity has likely surged your home value 10, 20, maybe even more than 30% over the last year alone. All you need to do to put your family's financial position better than it has been in a long time is call American Financing today, 800-777-8109. Get those phones in your hand, 800-777-8109. 
Welcome back to the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show. I am now joined by the former Attorney General under President Trump and Attorney General once before that as well, also author of One Damn Thing After Another, which is already a big bestseller. It's available now. I want to go pick it up, get your copy of it. Bill Barr. Bill, good to see you. Great to be here, Buck. So you already made some news earlier today. You talked on Fox about the uh, Afghanistan withdrawal from the Biden administration and how you think that that created a pathway, a green light, a perception among Putin uh, and his top advisors about Ukraine. Tell us more about this. Yeah, well, his Putin's red line has always been uh, he doesn't want NATO right on the border of Russia. So he didn't want Ukraine going into NATO. Uh, but there was no urgency about that. It wasn't as if that was going to happen anytime soon. Uh, and I felt uh, after Biden won the election that uh, Putin would decide he didn't need to negotiate. He could take what he wanted under Biden. And then when there was Afghanistan, and I put that in my book, and then when Afghanistan uh, occurred, I think that uh, you know crystallized Putin's view that this guy was weak. How do you think it's been handled since the invasion, since uh, the, the tanks rolled in into Ukraine from the Biden point of view, the diplomacy, all of that? Well, uh, it's hard to it's hard to say since the tanks rolled in because he should have been putting these the weaponry in before the tanks rolled. We knew that this was a big risk of him moving in, and the name of the game was deterrence. But he didn't put the weapons in at that point. That would have made Putin's a stop if the MIGs had been transferred and and weapons had been transferred. Now, since uh, since uh, the invasion, I think generally he's been doing the right thing in terms of arming and supplying the Ukrainians and rallying uh, NATO support, although sometimes it's NATO rallying our support. We always seem to be half a step behind. And uh, I want to ask you about election integrity, because yeah. we got a midterm coming up here. Democrats are not looking like they're in a good spot. That's right. based on every poll that anybody could point to and see. People still have uh, very intense feelings, as you know, about the last election and going forward. There there should be uh, some questions that are answered about what either went wrong or could go wrong the next time around. Went wrong that time, could go wrong the next time. What are the biggest challenges, as you see it, as the former attorney general and somebody who was right on the forefront of this issue to an election this in this midterm that people can say it's not perfect, but it's good enough that we can have full faith in it? Well, I feel there are really two issues. One issue is, and I stress this from my confirmation hearing all the way through, we're a very divided country. All we have going for us is peaceful transfer of power through elections. And if we lose confidence in that, we're in a very bad spot. So everything has to be done to ensure the integrity of the election. In my opinion, the Democrats throughout the country have been reckless and irresponsible because they essentially have been pushing for elections on the honor system. And I believe we should have – the fact of the matter is unless you have the system in place at the time of the election, it's hard to come back afterward and find the fraud and have a remedy. And so I am all for stepping up all the integrity measures we can, stopping this idea that that uh, we should roll back or dilute these these measures. Because if you do, people won't have confidence in the election. Whether or not you can prove fraud, they will not have confidence. 
Now, as you know, on this particular election, I did not see evidence, and I'm fairly confident that that uh, there was not fraud at the at the level that would have affected the outcome of the election. But that does not mean that we should uh, not step up all uh, the efforts we can to make sure they're they're fair. And Speaking, speaking of former Attorney General Bill Barr, the book One Damn Thing After Another is out now. Those of you want to uh, hear or read, rather, more about what it was to be the Attorney General under President Trump, what he had to deal with. And I want to ask you, because you came into the center of the storm on, on Russia collusion. You came in when that was already a maelstrom meant to harm the Trump administration in every way possible. It is beyond any doubt that this was rooted in lies, that this was... Uh, false intelligence laundered through the top reaches of the government. And, and, you know, we can't I can't get into everything right now. People know listening about all the things that happen here, the media working with the deep state and all this. Are, are we ever going to get a full accounting for what happened in your mind? I know there's still the Durham investigation underway. Is this something that the American people should think at some point will really know the full extent of what happened? Yes, I think he will get to the bottom of what happened as far as we, as humanly possible to, to get the evidence and lay it out for the American people. I mean, that's one of the reasons I was persuaded ultimately to come in, uh, to the administration. I had been attorney general before and it wasn't that attractive a proposition to me, to be frank. Uh, but I felt we were heading toward a constitutional crisis. I was very skeptical of this whole Russiagate thing from the beginning. And what you say is right. It was, it was a dirty trick. It was a, it was a sham. And, uh, I never felt there was a predication for, uh, investigating the Trump campaign. And I felt very soon that the real issue was how did this damn thing get started? And that's why I appointed Durham to get to the bottom of it. Now, you know, Durham didn't have the benefit of the inspector general's report until the end of 2019. And then we had COVID. So it hasn't been as fast as I wanted. And it's frustrating. Uh, but there's no doubt in my mind he'll get to the bottom of it. And if there's uh, charges to be brought, I think he'll bring them. Was it even beyond your expectations as, as a dirty trick? Once you were inside of government at the top level of law enforcement, the attorney general got to see and experience and be around what was going on then. I, th I think it's hard for people to imagine from the outside what it must be like to be the attorney general when there's essentially a soft coup attempt underway from a collusion, a real collusion between the media, some elements of the federal bureaucracy and the Democrat Party and the Hillary campaign all at once. That's right. You know, I came in uh, or, you know, we, we had had eight years of Obama administration and taking over an agency after that, uh, Certainly the complexion of the agency had changed since the last time when I took over after Reagan. But, um, yeah, I, the, the, I, I was sh shocked at, at the, at the lack of uh, basis for the FBI's action. And to me, it's inexplicable. For example, you know, the dossier came from somebody who had been suspected and investigated of being a Russian agent. And that had never been resolved. And yet, they seem to take the the dossier and run with it. Uh, never went back to 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 check on it. So, I was shocked at the at the lack of basis for the uh, for the uh, FBI's conduct. Just wondering if you have any thoughts as somebody who knows the D.C. and and federal uh, legal and judiciary circuit quite well. Um, nominee for the Supreme Court, Katanji Brown Jackson. What do you think? 
you know, I think she'll be just what the progressive wing of the Democratic Party could hope for, everything they could hope for in a nominee. She'll be very, uh, very much over on the left. Is it kind of sad to watch the Supreme Court become so... I mean, people always say it's not political, and then they have a political argument about right. it. Yes. I don't think that's. I think it's unserious at this phase now to pretend that it hasn't become at some level an instrument of politics. Do you think we ever get back from that? Well, I, I hope that the majority, the conservative majority, takes us back from that. But you're right; that's where it was headed, and I think that is essentially the view of the left, which it's a super legislature that should, you know, take their uh, bearings from the zeitgeist and then <laughs> impose their will. Uh, but I think that we have a, because of our conservative majority, I think we can pull back from that. Former Attorney General Bill Barr, the book, One Damn Thing After Another. Go check it out for yourself. Uh, Bill, thanks so much for being here. Good to see you. Thanks, Buck. Appreciate it. Black Rifle Coffee, friends. It is the best. It's what we drink here every morning and throughout the day. It's, look, a sponsor of my program for many years. Now Clay and I are drinking it every single day. It's a veteran-founded company that serves premium coffee to people who love America. They develop their explosive roast profiles with the same mission focus they learned as military members serving our nation. Just to give you an idea, Black Rifle Coffee donated over 100,000 bags of coffee last year. They give back to veteran law enforcement and first responder causes, as well as active duty military. Black Rifle imports high-quality, delicious beans from Colombia and Brazil. They roast them five days a week in Utah and Tennessee. You're going to get the freshest coffee possible delivered right to your door, no matter where you live. Join the coffee club, and your coffee of choice will be roasted, packaged, and shipped free to your door on your schedule. Go to BlackRifleCoffee.com and use code Clay and Buck at checkout for 20% off your purchase and your first coffee club order. That's BlackRifleCoffee.com. Use code Clay and Buck. Black Rifle Coffee, America's Coffee. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833 833- 995-G-O-L-D. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation supports America's greatest heroes, our service members, and first responders who die or are severely injured in the line of duty, as well as homeless veterans. These are heroes we all owe a debt of gratitude to. The Foundation's Gold Star, Fallen First Responders, Smart Home, and Homeless Veteran programs honor the sacrifices made for us. We're honoring the men and women who risk their lives and bodies for our country and our communities. The Foundation's Never Forget programs engage people in 9-11 remembrance across America with over 80 runs, walks, and climbs a year. Not to mention there are dozens of golf outings and barbecues. The Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institute educates kids in kindergarten through 12th grade about our nation's darkest day while helping our nation keep its vow to never forget. 
More than 95 cents of every dollar you donate to Tunnel the Towers goes to its programs. Never forget 9-11 or the sacrifices of our country's greatest heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel the Towers at T2T.org. That's T2T.org. Hello, America. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you don't have Consumer Cellular yet, now is the perfect time to switch and save. For a limited time, new customers can get wireless service for as low as $15 a month for your first year. Yep, the same exact nationwide coverage as the leading carriers for $15 a month for an entire year. What are you waiting for? Call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com and use code RADIO15. See ConsumerCellular.com slash FIRSTYEAR15 for promotional details. We're going to be closing up shop here in a moment for the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton show. Well, I had to run to the airport, so I'm uh, rolling solo here for a few moments. And always appreciate the chance to talk to all of you across the country. Also, a reminder, the Buck Sexton Show podcast, you can check it out in the morning. The Clay and Buck podcast is out also every day, hour by hour. Uh, so please listen. If you missed any part of it, we should uh, absolutely, uh, well, you should, uh, I guess I could go back and listen, but I hope you will go and listen to any part of it that you missed. Uh, what are we going to do about Ukraine? There's going to be more discussion of this, certainly in the show tomorrow. Clay's out tomorrow, so I'll be rolling solo. There'll be some some Ukraine strategy deep diving. We also have some interesting guests in the mix uh, that'll be joining. Here is uh, Victor Davis Hansen, who's one of my uh, favorite voices that you'll hear as a guest over on Fox, saying that Biden should keep all options open at this point. Anytime you assure an enemy what you're not going to do, you're ensuring them that they will do it. And Biden is always telling Putin what we're not going to do. And that's a mistake. And, you know, we've had kind of a missile spree. It's not just in Ukraine. After Afghanistan and this administration, uh, North Korea let off more missiles in January than it has in its entire history. And then we had Iran jump in and send missiles pretty close to a consulate. And then we had Putin send missiles near the Polish border. All of these players have been watching Afghanistan and this administration, and they're thinking, you know what? There's no consequences, and this is a rare moment to get real strategic advantage over the United States and its allies. This is very similar in the sense uh, that the weakness of the Biden administration does seem to be encouraging bad actors around the world. It's what the former Attorney General just said here, Bill Barr, a few moments ago, that when people who are trying to test the limits of American resolve and strategic vision when they see what we've all seen over the last year, when leaders from countries, whether it's Iran or Russia, perhaps soon North Korea even, there's some rumbling that there may be more aggressive missile testing to see if North Korea can advance its technology there. With all of this happening, you have to wonder what would it take for the Biden regime to finally recognize that they don't have uh, some of the best people making these determinations. They don't have the diplomatic edge that they thought coming into this. There was always something of an arrogance around Biden uh, and the team that he brought in on the foreign policy side and an unearned one at that. I mean, what are the victories of uh, foreign policy that the Democrats could point to? I, I would remind everybody, Biden was for eight years the vice president to Barack Obama, as we all know, but he was brought into that role under the promise that he would be a steady hand on foreign policy. He knew foreign policy stuff so well. The Obama administration, 
for eight years was one long series of international mess-ups and missteps on the diplomatic front. I mean, the only thing, if a Democrat were here right now, I'll tell you, their argument would be, what about the bin Laden raid? And to that, you'd say, okay, that was that was uh, excellent, and thanks to our Navy SEALs and uh, the Night Stalkers and the folks that actually conducted the mission, there was some measure of justice uh, achieved against bin Laden. But think about this on a national and strategic level. Think about Iran and what got worse or got better in terms of our relationship with allies around around Iran that we were hoping to be able to count on to box in the ambitions of the mullahs. Think about Syria, total mess, an absolute disaster playing out in Syria for years. The Obama administration presided over, I, I can't remember the exact figures, but it was something like $500 million spent to train a member of, and I think it was five or six members of the Free Syrian Army. It was some, I mean, unless they were giving everybody Iron Man suits or something, it made no sense whatsoever, but they just were, they had no idea. They were messing up all over the place. So keep that in mind as the situation in Ukraine, unfortunately, grinds on and gets worse. We should have very limited confidence, if any at all, not just in Biden. I mean, I think he's clearly lost more than a step but the the people around him have a legacy of foreign policy failure that let's i'm hoping they get this one right enough that calamity beyond what we've already seen is not the result that's where i am on this one got some calls i wanted to get to before we uh close up shop today james in texas james you have an interesting story tell us what's going on yes sir uh mega did us you and uh mr travis uh megan heavenly did us to the rush he's sorely missed. Uh, I am a United States Marine Corps and U.S. Army Reserve veteran, almost seven and a half years of service. Um, I am uh, choosing to answer the call for uh, volunteers to go to Ukraine and help them fight the uh, Russian invaders. Um, tell us more said, Tell us more about this. I mean, when would you plan to go? Well, for first, why? Why would you, as a, a United States Marine, why do you feel compelled to risk your life on behalf of the Ukrainian fight against Russia? So uh, through the years, throughout the global war of terrorism and my participation in it, uh, I've lost a lot of friends over there. I've lost more friends uh, to the scars that didn't show here. Um, and then with all of our bureaucrats and politicians, the way those wars have been handled, Iraq, Afghanistan, and everything in between, um, it, it doesn't seem like the global war on terrorism was the correct cause for me to fight for uh, this cause, though, uh, I remember as a child even being told, you know, the Russians, even after the Soviet Union fell, the Russians want to rebuild the Soviet Union. And uh, Vladimir Putin is dead set on doing that. You can even see tanks and armored personnel carriers rolling into Ukraine, uh, flying the hammer and sickle flag. So, I mean, uh, if there hasn't been a just cause to fight in the past, you know, since Vietnam, uh, I, I believe firmly that this is a just cause to fight. The Ukrainian people are more than willing to fight for their freedom and their uh, independence. Uh, they they don't ask for anybody else to come in, uh, onto their land and, and any other foreign nations, uh, militaries to come and help them fight uh, directly. But they do ask for volunteers and they do ask for all the tools. James, how, how uh, can I ask how far along in this process? I mean, do you know, do you have a plane ticket? I mean, do you, do you know who you'd link up with and how you get across the border and how far into this are you? So I'm uh, waiting on the uh, passport to come in to be expedited. Uh, I've been told that it'll take another week or so. 
Um, from there, uh, I have to uh, wait for my turn for the interview with the defense attache at the uh, U.S. consulate. Uh, there's one here in Houston. So, uh, and then from there, they'll uh, uh, go over my experience, uh, find out where they need me, and then uh, I've been told that they they'll even uh, the Ukrainian government will even provide airfare and get you over there. Well, James, you're a brave man. Thank you for your service to this country. And stay safe if you do make it over there, sir. Stay safe. Those Russians, they they fight dirty. Thanks for calling in, James. Thanks so much. I'll be uh, rocking it with you solo tomorrow here on the Clay and Buck Show. So please do tune in. We've got a lot to talk about, whether it's Ukraine, the price of gas, the madness of the libs. You know we're going to have a good time. Plus, we'll have some special guests, some fun surprises for you. It's all going to be good stuff. Talk to you tomorrow. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Now that spring is here, it's time to focus on self-care and revitalize your personal care routine. Now through March 26, head in store, shop for all your favorite personal care essentials and earn four times rewards points. Shop for items like Crest toothpaste, secret deodorant, Old Spice deodorant, or Gillette razors. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. My name is Chris Moody, host of the new podcast, Finding Matt Drudge. I'll be taking you on a journey to find the mysterious media mogul Matt Drudge, founder of The Drudge Report. Along the way, I'll talk to people who have worked with him, dined with him, and fought with him, taking listeners into private conversations, all in an attempt to get a better understanding of who Drudge is and what motivates him. Hopefully, he'll even sit down with us. Listen to Finding Matt Drudge on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.